Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to episode four of the Level Up with Katie B podcast. Today, it's just me. It's just you and I hanging out together. And I'm going to be sharing some pearls of wisdom about saying no to disillusion and burnout. So what do you do when you are experiencing the juggle struggle? You've got so much going on in your life. You've got so many balls in the air and you might potentially feel like you are only just holding your head above the water. So today we're going to be talking all about that and some strategies, some tools that you can use to help navigate those times without losing your mind and burning out. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that I have just opened the doors to my five-month one-on-one human design immersion coaching program that is called Consciously Create Your Life. It's called Consciously Create Your Life because in the five months of working together, you will learn how to create your most abundant, aligned, and fulfilling life. And you will do it by discovering your purpose through the lens of human design, building confidence in your innate gifts and your innate talents, and stepping into flow with the universe and magnetizing opportunities and synchronicities that are meant for you all while welcoming and allowing more abundance and fulfillment in your life. So yes, if that's not good enough, we're going to do all of that whilst having a good time, like a really bloody good time. I just, every single one of my coaching clients that has gone through this program has just smashed some serious goals. But I think what is even more delightful for me to witness is seeing them come alive, seeing them really start you know, bringing more fun, enjoyment back into the everyday life. So if that sounds like something that you might be interested in, I only have two spaces available. So if you are keen, definitely click the link in the show notes to find out more and you're more than welcome to get in touch with me. There, you, There's contact details through that link as well. Now let's dive into the podcast. So since you're listening, I can almost guarantee that you are a high achieving woman you probably have a million things that you juggle both daily and in life in general. You are probably the type of person that believes at least on some level that you can have it all, be it all and experience it all. And yes, yes, you can. (laughs) But what happens when things don't pan out as expected? What happens when we run out of time, money, resources? And we just are really struggling to keep all those balls in the air. What happens when your energetic output is far above and beyond your capacity? You're exhausted and seeds of doubt start creeping in. In this episode, we're going to take a deep dive into all of that. 
And I'm going to share some simple tools that will support you in navigating those crazy ass times in life, career, and business. And yes, help you overcome those those really overwhelming times. So let's dive in. You know, it's pretty, I always think it's interesting how these things unfold because the reason this topic offered itself up for this particular podcast episode is because I am currently in what I would call a high energetic output phase in my businesses. So yes, I have two businesses, my coaching business, Level Up with Katie B, that I have been running for two and a half years and the other, which I've just launched in the last few months, which is called Glow Squad, where I have turned my skincare obsession into a business by becoming a skin and hair care consultant with Rodan and Fields, which is the fastest growing skincare company in Australia and one of the biggest in America. And honestly, it has just been so much fun. Like, too much fun. No, that's not possible. (laughs) But As a consequence of having so much going on in my entrepreneurial life, my life in general is just super high paced. I've got a lot of creative flow happening, but also just the logistics of having a life, full-time job, and two side hustles is full on. And, you know, that's what happens, right? When you're busy smashing goals in your business or career, it kind of permeates into every single aspect of your life. Any free time that you might have once had turns into an opportunity to get work or maybe study done, and your days start to evaporate before your eyes. I know I keep seeing deadlines creeping up, and if I don't manage my time and energy in a really conscious and empowered way, I run the risk of crashing and burning. And, you know, that's so unnecessary. I don't need to become disillusioned. I don't need to, you know, like, God forbid, give up on a vision that I am so fired up about. It's, yeah, like I said, it's just so unnecessary. And we don't have to get sucked in to giving every ounce of time, energy, and resources we have in order to achieve our goals. You can achieve success and not lose your mind. It sounds amazing. So I I am sure that you just want to know how do you arrive at this incredible place of utopia where you're smashing goals and also, you know, not burning out. So actually in episode two of the podcast, I spoke to Dr. Emma McConnell and this topic naturally came up. She herself has a lot on her plate and two of the things that she mentioned that help keep her moving forward without drowning under the sheer volume of things on the to-do list are first making sure that you are following your passions. Ah, okay. This sounds obvious, but let's just think about that. Make sure you are following your passions, following what lights you up. And then secondly, be deeply connected, deeply grounded, deeply rooted in the why behind your actions. And yeah, it's, it's funny because I had already had this episode earmarked before Emma and I chatted. So when she mentioned these two things, I, yeah, I just think it's hilarious how these things unfold. But like I said, they seem too simple, right? Like follow your passions and understand your why, your core motivations. But honestly, They are essential if you're going to maintain some sort of sanity when your life is jam-packed with all sorts of greatness and I'm sure a side of shenanigans as well because I'm not sure if greatness exists with some level of shenanigans in your life. 
So I guess the first place to start is how do you know if you're following your passions and what happens when shit just gets in the way of you doing that? And again, this might seem super obvious to a lot of people, but here's the thing. I have met a lot of women who have built a career, a business, or a life around things that actually they just don't give a fuck about. Partially because they've lost themselves in what other people want, or they've prioritized other people's needs, wants, and desires above and beyond their own for far too long. And as a result of that, can't actually even fathom having a clear direction, purpose, or passion. Now, obviously, this is not going to be applicable to everyone, but even for those of you that do feel really deeply connected and clear on what your passions and your purpose is, it's still helpful to have some sort of tool that you can continue to keep you connected to that so that when your life gets busy, shit gets hectic, and you're in a really high energetic output phase, you can still trust that you're spending your energy beans on things that are actually in alignment for you, that you still feel pumped about, you know, the things that you're spending your energy on, and you're spending your time on things that are worthy of your time. So one of my favorite mantras that I use in my business and that I learned from Marina Lovash, who was on the podcast last week, is I reserve the right to change my mind. Yeah, I reserve the right to change my mind. That means when your passions stop being your passions, you get to stop investing time, energy, and resources in it. Yep, you can do that. You can stop at any time. And obviously, we still have logistics to work with. But you can, I'm sure, at least start putting structures in place to support you in doing that. So when you reserve the right to change your mind, you open doorways of possibility that you previously may not have even considered. Yes, it's a game changer. But the thing is, don't uh, the overall concept of, of reserving the right to change your mind, change direction, drop it like it's hot when it's not working for you, is that you really want to avoid getting sucked into the the trap of sunk cost mindset where you continue to go down a path because you've, quote marks, gone too far or you've invested too much. Because, you know, to reframe that, what if you needed to have those experiences? What if you've traveled that path for exactly the right amount of time and you were, until it stopped being your passion anymore, until it stopped exciting you? So yes, when you are feeling completely under the pump and potentially overwhelmed, please give yourself the space to check in with if where you're focusing your energy is still in alignment for you because you can change direction at any time or if you can't, you know, change direction immediately by, you know, dropping the job, changing the hobby, whatever it might be. If you can't do that straight away, the chances are that you can actively start taking steps to start course correcting, start changing direction. So I hope you can see how empowering that is to know that if you feel like you're completely swamped and life is starting to feel overwhelming, actually the first place you can start is by reminding yourself that you can change your mind. 
You reserve the right to stop investing time, energy, and resources. You reserve the right to say no to something that was previously a yes. You know, just because it's a no now, you know, it it may have been a really huge yes for you in the in the past, but uh, this is the first place to start. The next step, once you've created or fostered that energy of spaciousness and flexibility, because that's what you're doing by allowing yourself to. To by giving yourself permission to change your mind, you're actually creating spaciousness. You're living a life with more flexibility, flexibility to follow what lights you up, follow your passions. And then once you've done that, then you get to tune in to your inner knowing to ask yourself, is this truly still a passion for me? You know, like you've given yourself permission to question it. Now, how do you decide, is this still a passion? Do I keep going down this path, or is it time to drop it like it's hot? So I think it's super helpful to look at this through the lens of human design, because each of the five human design energy types have got a very unique relationship to identifying and following their passions, and the way they experience that feeling of excitement, that pull towards certain things is quite different. Now, of course, human design is not supposed to be prescriptive. It's a beautiful, supportive framework designed to empower you with awareness. So why not take advantage of that, right? (laughs) And understand how your energy type is most likely going to recognize and experience that passion, that inner fire, that pull towards things that are in alignment and meant for you. So let's start with generators and manifesting generators because you guys make up 70% of the population. And I guess for those of you who are super new to human design, you can download your own human design chart on my website. And I'm going to link that in the show notes because it's a really beautiful way for you to start experimenting with your design is to literally just find out what your human design energy type is. And actually, when you download your chart off my website, there's little links on the side that can help you learn more about strategy, authority, that sort of thing. So definitely, if you're new and kind of wondering where you fit into the scheme of things in terms of human design, start there. But we'll start with generators and manifesting generators and what your inner fire, your passion kind of feels, looks like. Because you guys make up 70% of the population, obviously, that's a lot. That's, um, you know, there's more gens and man gens out there than any other energy type. So your passion, your inner fire, regardless of what your authority is, is going to have a connection to your sacral energy center. So that's that energy center that's like low, it's deep in your belly. You'll know you are in the heat of creative passion and that the things you're spending your time, energy, and resources on are worthy of all that time, energy, and resources uh, when you feel that sparkly, expansive lit-upness from your gut. It's your lower gut response. Now, if you haven't experienced this, although to be fair, I don't think I've met a gen or a man gen that doesn't at least recognize some connection to their gut response, but If you haven't started experimenting with it yet, uh, I guess it's important to know I'm a generator and when I sort of found out about my sacral response, I actually realized that my heart up until then was kind of speaking the loudest. So I was often following the call of my heart rather than my gut response. But then when I started learning about human design and how my gut response was actually a huge part of how I'm energetically designed to step into flow. 
I noticed that my heart and my gut were more often than not singing the same tune. So I saw this quote from Rihanna on social media recently. So she's a manifesting generator and she's quoted as saying, I always believed that when you follow your heart or your gut, when you really follow the things that feel great to you, you can never lose. I mean, that is just the epitome of Jen and man Jen sort of connection to your sacral and your lit upness. And I find it super interesting. First of all, I'd love to know if Rihanna uh, knows about her human design. That would be a, quite a fun conversation. But apart from that, if you are a generator or man gen, your heart and your sacral or your gut response will be a really important part of your internal compass guiding you in the right direction, keeping you on the straight and narrow, and inviting you to interact with your passions. So let's talk about manifestors. And again, if you are new to human design, this can be a little bit confusing because one of the five human design energy types is called a manifestor. That does not mean that if you are one of the other four energy types that you can't manifest. We can all manifest, of course, so don't worry about that if you've just discovered that you're a generator, a manifesting generator, projector, or reflector. We, are, we can all manifest. It's just that one of the five human design energy types happens to be called a manifester. Now, manifestors, for you guys, the way to recognize and connect to your passion and your inner fire is to, and also to know like what is worth investing your energy, time, and resources in is by noticing an internal full body kind of pull, an aha, an inexplicable kind of click, internal click that won't necessarily make logical sense, but you can feel it in your body urging you towards something. So the things that are in alignment for you, you're going to feel like a pull. It's not going to be logical. It's not Your brain is not going to be able to explain it to yourself or to anyone else. But you are going to have this like knowing, an internal knowing, and it's more of a full body expression than perhaps generators and manifesting generators. And again, please don't take this as gospel. Take it as guidance that you get to experiment with because we're all unique. We have new, we have individual ways of experiencing this. But uh, in general, this is how the energy types kind of operate. So projectors, your relationship to recognizing when you're investing time, energy and resources into things that are in alignment for you is kind of different to generators, manifesting generators and manifestors. For you, it's more about when you feel absorbed by what you're doing. When what you're doing is supporting you in cultivating or expressing your natural talents. So in business, that might look like you creating structures that allow you to scale your business without you having to have your finger on the pulse 24-7. It might be building self-paced courses or writing books, letting your energy spill into the different facets of your life that will ultimately support you in being recognized and invited to share more of your passion. So I think for projectors, there is more of a, a focus. It's a focus on the internal passion, the things that come naturally to you. So how can you work with that when life is full and you're trying to determine if it's time to say no to something that was previously a yes or whether you should kind of persevere? 
So take notice of anything you're investing your energy in that is actually not feeling supportive of you cultivating and expressing your natural talents. If you are trying to be everything to everyone, and especially if you're trying to maintain a heavy physical energetic output to keep up with external demands on you, these are probably situations that aren't in alignment for you. Reflectors, your relationship to your passions is a lot more fluid in general, but it's absolutely not unpredictable. So (laughs) you can predict, uh, you can feel out your passions over the 28-day cycle that you guys are designed to experience all the energies. So if you're new to understanding your human design as a reflector, you guys experience the different energies of the different gates over a 28-day lunar cycle. And this is where you get to feel things out, talk to people, take notice of when things that you're investing your time and energy on uh, consistently that's probably the main word there, consistently elicit positive emotions, thoughts, and physical responses in your body. So let yourself reflect over a period of time so that you can tune into a more holistic picture of what is lighting you up. So for each of the energy types, you can see there are distinctions that actually support you in being able to recognize whether you're being tied to a situation, person, or experience through authentic passion. And then to be honest, that's kind of the easy part because once you've done that, then you have to decide, are you ready to trust in that? Are you ready to trust the call, the feeling, the pull, the inner knowing, the focus, and then let things that aren't supporting you and following that fall by the wayside? And I guess that's why human design is called an experiment because in many ways, we're all just learning to trust ourselves again, to trust that inner knowing enough to say yes to ourselves and say no to complying with societal, like shitty societal norms and standards that really aren't supporting you in thriving. So that's where we can start supporting ourselves through high, overwhelming, sort of high workload, overwhelming times in your life, career, and business is by using your human design to notice if you are truly connected to these things, whether they're still in alignment or whether you're intellectually trying to force yourself into them. So Another way, which is we kind of talked about earlier, but it's probably not surprisingly closely linked to, you know, discovering your, making sure that you're following your passions. But this is a little bit more, I guess, intellectual. So when you're closely linked to your why, when you know, you understand your motivation behind the actions you're taking. This is one of the most essential elements to actually supporting you in creating a long-lasting, long-lasting, sustainable business or reaching any goals you have in life in a really sustainable way. So having a connection to the motivation behind what it is that you're spending all your time, energy and resources on is also going to help you stay connected to your passions. But at least Yeah, so from my perspective, having this intellectual attachment to your passions can actually be really helpful. Yes, I do wholeheartedly believe that our inner knowing, our body, is a lot wiser when it comes to making aligned decisions. But I think having an intellectual connection also adds another layer of clarity because Actually, for a lot of us, when life is really busy, when we are really like under the pump, our nervous systems can be quite overloaded. And so 
sometimes despite our best efforts, imbalance with our nervous system can actually make it a little bit tricky to tune into and understand the language of our body, our intuition and that internal knowing. So obviously in an ideal world, we would all have structures in our lives that avoid us having a tapped out nervous system. But for the times that we don't, because we don't live in a perfect world, we don't live in an ideal scenario, unfortunately. When we don't have that, then having a really beautiful list of whys that we we can connect to to help us stay grounded in knowing that we're investing our time and energy into things that are in alignment is really helpful. So how do you do this? How do you create this list of whys? My main guidance for you here is to try and do it in a time where you are energetically, emotionally, and physically feeling really well, when you're not drained, because this is when you will actually have more clarity and be able to access that inner knowing from your body with more ease. So take time to build your list of whys around all the things, all the to do, the action items in your life, the things that you're spending your energy on. When you're in a space of, you know, calm, energetic, emotional, physical energy, then that's you're going to be really connected to the authenticity and most aligned why for you. So essentially discovering your why is highlighting your core motivations behind pursuing anything in your life. So what you're doing is peeling back the layer of the surface level actions. And when you do that, you get to see with a lot more clarity what is driving you, what's pulling you forward. Ideally, what you'll discover when you really get to the root of the why behind your actions is that it has a deep connection to the core values you hold for your life. So, for example, one of my core values is freedom. Knowing that freedom is a quality that I truly value means that when opportunities come up, if I'm not able to get a clear read on my sacral response for whatever reason, What I can do is just check in, is this in alignment with my core values? Is it going to support me in experiencing more freedom in my life? If I say yes to this opportunity, is it going to provide time, energy, resources that will support me in experiencing more freedom? And you can use this on a micro level as well to help you discern what is worthy of your energy on a day-to-day level. This could be part of your daily practice just getting into the habit of questioning your actions, you know, comparing your actions to your core values or your why. So, you know, this happens to me reasonably often. I might have a really full day working on the computer and then start feeling drained, start feeling frustrated. You know, some of you might start feeling bitter, angry, all those sorts of things. And for me, that's a really good sign to stop and go, like, why am I sitting at my computer for hours at a time (laughs) when actually what I want to do is go outside, sit by the river, go for a walk? What's motivating me? What's holding me at my computer right now? Is it an attachment to anything that's supporting me or is it, you know, bullshit rules, Um, you know, deadlines that I've created for myself? Why am I running around doing things for other people, perhaps, you know, on days when you you find yourself kind of filled with commitments for other people, but that aren't really supporting you? So that might be a great time to ask, like, why am I running around doing things for this person or that person when actually I don't have the time or energy or ifs to give for that, to be quite honest. 
So just getting in the habit of questioning yourself is also cultivating a, a deeper connection to the why that you, or sorry, more specifically, the list of whys that you uncover. So if you are currently in a phase of huge energetic output in your life, whether it be in your personal or professional life, just know that it's, this is a natural, normal part of your the cycle, the cycle of your business, the cycle of your studies, your life, whatever cycle you are in at the moment, everything we move through in life is cyclic in nature. And so it will end, you know, we are moving through it. We're not stuck in it. These high energetic output phases in our lives, they are there for a short time and it could be, it could be weeks, months, but you will move into the next cycle, which will probably be some sort of integration period where there's less action and more sustainable momentum. And so just having this really strong connection to your passions and the why behind your actions can be the, the thread, the lifeline, if you will, that keeps you moving forward, that keeps you, first of all, trusting that you are not wasting, leaking energy on shit that is not in alignment for you, but also just that lifeline that keeps you going, okay, I know that I'm heading in the right direction because I know that this is attached to my passion. I know that it's attached to my core values. I know that all the things that I'm doing at the moment are actually supporting me in creating the life that I want, even though right now it feels a little bit overwhelming. So what you're doing is, is allowing yourself space to, to keep your eyes on the prize whilst also knowing, trusting that you're heading in the right direction and also allowing yourself to really nurture your your energy, your emotional world and your mental health and all that sort of thing while you still are moving forward, you know? All right. So team, I hope that that has provided you some really just practical insights into how you can navigate times in your life where you just are feeling completely under the pump. You're not sure if you are sort of moving in the right direction you feel like you're barely keeping your head above the water i hope these tools have provided you with just some really beautiful ways that you can you know trust yourself through that process that's so easy to incorporate and i would love to hear how you go what your thoughts are if you start using them what how it changes your life how it changes your perspective on these really high energetic output phases so thank you so much for joining me today. If you like what you heard and you are keen to learn more about how to be a badass creator of your life, why not subscribe, share, and perhaps just leave a review? It really helps more people find me, hear the podcast, and that just makes me so happy. Until next time, my friends, take care, stay safe, Keep milking the shit out of life and I will see you in the next episode.